Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, welcome to the Villa View. It's time for the pod in association with Luke Roper. A special show today as Villa have signed Philip Coutinho on a six-month loan from Barcelona with the option to purchase him fully in the summer. I'm your host, Dan Bardell, joined by Chris Dolan and Omar. Lads, feels like a, a big statement, doesn't it, Dolan? I mean... Obviously, yeah, yeah. he's not had the best of times. If he had been having the best of times, simply he wouldn't be coming to Aston Villa now. But if we can get a tune out of him, which I think we might do under Steven Gerrard, this is a sensational signing. And I've seen a lot of people say it could be the biggest name that we've ever signed. Would you go along with that? Yeah, I, I would agree. I, would, I mean, we've obviously we'd, we've had players that have gone on to become superstars since they've left Villa, but we've never, I can't recall, maybe I think I said to you a few days ago when, when, when the uh, talk started, like, Paul Merson kind of rings rings a bell, you know, that kind of player, that kind of skills. We signed him for the championship, but didn't we, Merson? Or from the labeler. Yeah, but then you look at you look at Coutinho and and you know, I mean people said his his uh, his loan deal didn't work out, but I mean he, he still won a couple of the ligas. He won the Super Cup, he won Copa del Rey, he won the Champions League yeah. at Bayern Munich. Um, he scored at the new camp whenever Munich was it eight one or eight, eight two, eight, I eight think it was he scored a, he scored a couple, I think. Them. Yeah. Scored a couple that night when he was still on. So, I mean, and even his stats for Barca, I mean, you know, he's sort of, what, 17, 17 goals in 76 games. I mean, it's not, it's not, um, it's, it's not like he went there and, and flopped. Um, and I still think, you know, age wise, is he, is he usually the kind of player that we would go for at, at his age? He's 29. We're obviously looking to buy, um, you know, our average age is obviously a lot lower. But when a player like Coutinho becomes available, um, you know, on a loan deal, uh, you know they're saying Barca and Barca are going to. You know, we're going to pay sixty percent percent of his wages. Omar um, put some stuff in the WhatsApp group today saying it's probably going to work out a bit cheaper than, than the Ross Barkley deal. So all in all, it's um, it's a no brainer. And and yeah, as you said, I can't think of a bigger name. Um, I can't think of a, of a bigger signing in our in our history um, that we've made um, than than Coutinho. So 
um pretty incredible and it's all down to, it's, it's all down to one man it's it's all down to to to, to Gerard like there's no way he would even have thought about coming to us and there's no way we would have even tried to pull that move off if, if, if it wasn't for um for Gerard and his and his connections so it isn't what you know it's it's who you know and um yeah uh incredible yeah, I mean Omar I'm sorry thrown off by Neil's comment about Dolan's <laughs> hair the, the trim is getting some love and rightly so what a trim Chris Dolan has had in preparation just for the coming on the Villa View and doing the show. Dolan talks there about Gerard and the, and the pull of Gerard. I mean, the owners and the club, they've wanted to make a statement signing yeah. him for years, I believe, and having Gerard at the helm and the links that he's got with Coutinho, that's enabled this signing to happen. Mm. This is what they've wanted. Though. This is, I mean, when you are a rich man and you own a football club, this is the kind of thing you want to see, really, isn't it? You want to see the star names coming in. And with all due respect to, to Villa, obviously we're all Villa fans, a few years ago, we could have only dreamed of something like this. I mean, someone posted a team sheet from the day that Coutinho went to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. I think we got knocked out by Peterborough in the FA Cup with Richie Delat mm-hmm. at right back. I think, I can't even remember who I was in, Callum O'Hare played that day, you know. The strides Villa have made to get to this point is really massive when you look back, but also it's something that the owners have wanted to do. Yeah, definitely. I think um, it puts our our name on the map on a global scale, Uh and you know, Coutinho is, is you know you've got people like Trezeguet, uh, uh, Nakamba who have, they've obviously got massive followers in Africa, but this is a global scale. This is a massive name. This is obviously the third most expensive signing ever, or something like that. Yeah, the third best player in the sorry, the third most expensive player in the world is now an Aston Villa player. It's mm. crazy, yeah. And um, I, I think more more for me, the, what's more impressive rather than the big name and the pull of Steven Gerrard is the way that we've done the deal. Uh, we've beaten competition. Obviously, numerous other Premier League clubs have been interested. But also, in terms of negotiations as well, the fact that it's a six-month loan deal with an obligation to buy and the fact that, well, depending on who you believe, whether it's BBC or Guardian, you know, it could be cheaper than a Ross Barkley deal or it could be 50 60% of his wages. You know, it's not a no-risk signing because obviously there's wages involved, but in terms of signing someone of this calibre, it's the best that we could have done in terms of a negotiation because if he does well, then we've got the obligation to buy at a pretty reasonable price. Um, if he doesn't do so well, then well, over six months, you know, we've we've paid five, six million pounds in wages for someone um, of his caliber to tr- you know, try and push us higher up the league. And and if he doesn't perform, then then so be it. But I think we've got the best of both both ends of the bargain, really. I think you know, if we, if he does well, then we've got the option to buy him. Hopefully, Stephen Gerrard can convince him to stay. And that's just just crazy really you talk about what happened a few years ago but just even looking at previous January transfer windows you know yeah. I can't remember you know from Borgia Bastin and Drinkwater Samata people like that in our first season um, you know obviously we bought Sanson last season but obviously no near the same kind of calibre Robbie Keane was probably our best January transfer signing that I can remember mm. I can't remember Darren Ben I suppose out. Darren Ben yeah I mean, initially obviously and then over the longer period of time probably not so much but yeah, Hurahan as well, but to sign him in in January so early on in the window as well, it's it's massive and it shows you the pull of Steven Gerrard, shows you the negotiation that's been involved, the skill of Perslow probably, and the the pull of the owners and the ambition of the owners as well. I think it's great. And uh, I saw a, a Instagram post today from Gabby saying, "Who else has Steven got? Steven Gerrard got up his sleeve, and Steven Gerrard with his little uh, eye emo- emojis hinting at some more signings as well." Mm. So hopefully, it's not the end of the. Uh, the window for us, but it's a great start, definitely. 
Yeah, I'll drop Gabby a message. See what he knows. See if he, see if he knows anything. He's too busy replying to uh, all the fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here, Dan, Dan, I'm gonna, Dan, I'm gonna name that team that I just got it up here that you, you spoke about the day that he left. So, he, I mean, again, no disrespect to any of these players because I've got a lot of time for a lot of these players. But Jed Steer and goal, the lap, Bree, Terry, and Taylor. Uh, midfield of Onima, Hurrahan, Bjarsson, Green, up top, Keenan Davis and Callum O'Hare. And then fast forward into what we could have. Again, there was a, I think who scored, put up a, a lineup, uh, a potential um, starting lineup, whenever, with whatever on fit. You got Martinez, Cash, Cons and Mings, Target, Luis, Coutinho, McGinn, Buendia, Watkins, oh. Bailey. And then you think of the players that we can bring on off the bench. When you like to Ings, you got Ramsey. I think will probably you know. So the, the you know there's so much there's so much quality. And I think I honestly think now we're two or three away from being from being that top six side. You know, and Gerard yesterday spoke in the press conference. He, he spoke about um, not only this window but the summer window. I, I think he knows. I think he knows that you know we still are two or three two or three players away from from being that that top six side. And I think I think Gabby. Made a good point as well. Uh, I know he's not, he's, he's not everyone's flavour of the month at the minute, but uh, Gabby uh, made a good point on Talk Sport saying that Gerard's not come here to, to finish 11th no. and 12th. Vassan Villa, he, he, he just hasn't. Um, and, the, and the owners haven't brought him in on those wages to 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 be finishing, you know, but to, mid to, to bottom half. So um, if Coutinho can if Coutinho can, can 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 show any kind of form that he showed. Um, for for Liverpool, and then you know it could be it could be some seriously exciting football for the next six months. And again, I, I was I was led to believe that if we do sign him, you're looking around thirty five to forty million euro, which for me in this market is 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 is, is good value if we can keep him fit and he and he, and he performs at, at um, even sixty percent of of those levels. Yeah, I guess we had a bounce, Omar, when Steven Gerrard came in, and that that got us up the table. Feels like it's stalled a little bit over the last couple of weeks. Obviously, we've we've lost a couple of games. We've missed a game due to COVID. This signing almost feels like it might give us another one of those mini bounces, raise the levels a little bit because players want to play with good players. I mean, he doesn't play for us anymore. But Jack Grealish has spoken highly of Coutinho in the, in the past. Players are going to be looking forward to, to training with him and, and and being around him and having someone like that in their team. So automatically, when you get a player like that in your team, your levels raise massively. Yeah, and, and not only the players that they're now, but also players who are thinking about joining Villa, mm. you know, who are, you know, who are negotiating with maybe at the moment. Um, it's a massive, massive thing. It's a massive statement of intent. Um, uh, it will definitely raise the levels of the of the players. And I think more importantly for me, I think um, creatively, creativity wise, we haven't really been at the levels that I imagine Stephen Gerrard wants us to be over the last, you know, he's, he's obviously come in, he's tried to, uh, sort the formation out, sort the discipline out, got us uh, to be a bit more solid. But we've we've lacked in the final third a little bit, I think. And if Coutinho can even be 60, 70% of the player he was at Liverpool, then that's going to make a massive difference to us and, and give us that ability to bounce back and get those results that we need to continue to push up the table. And I think playing along the side, uh, alongside Buendia, Watkins, Ings, etc., with McGinn and Louise behind him is going to be Side to behold, uh, I still I still have a a hope that we we do try and get a defensive midfielder. I, I still think that's an issue. I think uh, we've started conceding too many easy goals of late when it, now the camera's out the side. So I think that is my only slight concern a little bit. 
if we can rectify that, then there's no reason why we can't have a really good second half of the season and push up the table. Uh, but the players will be buzzing, you know, that they'll, how excited we, you know, if you're a player, a lot of the younger players as well, will probably have looked up Coutinho uh, when they were younger, watching, you know, Premier League football, watching him play. He might've been a hero for many of these players. Uh, you know, he's one of the best players in the Premier League and four or five years ago. So I just think it's, it's just, it's just crazy. I, I'm actually, I can't actually quite, quite believe what we've managed to do. Uh, and the fact we've got, well, three Brazilians, if you count Wesley, we've got two Argentinians, playing in a team. It's not something that you've ever really associated with Villa uh, having that South American flair and just just amazing. And it's, it puts us on, on the map, like I said, but also I think I think really for some potential players that might be, we might be looking at, then, you know, the fact we've got Coutinho is going to be a massive, massive influence as well. And it would be great for people like Dougie Louise as well, for example. You know, I, uh, I think, was it, Chris, I don't know if it was you that was saying it or I can't remember who was saying it, that um, Dougie, uh, Coutinho came through Vasco da Gama as well. Same as same mm. as Dougie, so uh, same as Coutinho. So I think that's going to have a massive influence. Obviously, they're probably from the similar area, I imagine. So it's, it's great, fantastic, all positive. Yeah, he's a shy guy as well, Coutinho. I think I think that's one of the reasons why he's chosen to, to link up with Gerard. He's someone that he knows, someone that will probably get the best out of him and get a tune out of him, which is massive. But you know what I'm looking forward to, darling? Having someone that could just, mm. just shoots. Having <laughs> yeah. someone who mm. someone to get the ball 25, 30 yards out. And he'll have a shot. You know, you might you might get a goal out of yeah. it. I feel like it's, it, we've not had that for a while. Not that excitement of someone no, when they get the no. ball, that they're going to pull the trigger from from distance and perhaps score for us. To be fair, I mean, Louise can do what he wants to. He, when was the last time that happened? But he doesn't do it enough. McGinn's been doing yeah. it more often of late. And had, this had is like this is next level yeah, of yeah. having a shot from outside the box, this isn't is, it? Yeah, this is next level. There's a great there's a great montage uh, that I think I re, I retweeted Liverpool um, posted a few years ago of like. 15 or 10 or 15 of his, of his best rockets and um, I mean the guy's technique is just it's on, on another level and um, our good friend Ty put up a, a again a little montage of just of his overall play and I mean it's I know it was him at his peak um, but absolutely incredible you know absolutely unbelievable player unbelievable technician um, what what it is as, as as Omar said. It's it, it's kind of hard to believe. It's a shame the graphic was so bad from the the Villa. Uh, didn't really scene. pay much attention um, to it, to be honest. <laughs> kind of put a bit of a doubt on it, you know, when the when the uh, when the the image was so was so dreadful. But no, it's, it's just you know, all, all joking aside, it's um it, and it's it's moved so uh, it's it's moved so quickly as well. And I I, I messaged you on Tuesday saying you know it wouldn't it, wouldn't it make sense if we if we had a little uh, a little double and uh, you know why not. Um, and then all of a sudden, within forty-eight hours, it was it was full steam ahead. I know Sky and other other outlets were reporting there was five or six teams involved, but to me, that never sounded like there was any anyone else interested, or it didn't sound like he was even interested in going anywhere else apart from us. I think Barra. there's interest. There's difference between um, interest and teams actually manoeuvring and doing something, and that's one thing about Villa. You know, we've seen it in the summer with the players that we bought in as well. We do not mess around. Yeah. We do things. We do things no. properly. Again, other, other clubs like dealing with Villa because we do things properly and we execute things with precision, and that's what we've done again. Yeah, and this might not go down well with some some fans, but like I, I mentioned it before, you know, when, whenever we lost Jack Grealish, we lost an element of like appeal. You know, we lost that element of the poster boy. We lost that element of you know um, that, that that he brought. You know, the media and the attention. 
Um, then we lost John Terry again, who, who who brought that because of his status. And all of a sudden, within six months, we've got Gerard as manager, one of the greatest footballers to ever play the game, and then Philippe Coutinho coming in. And you just kind of feel like we're kind of back. We're back on the map. Um, and it, it, it just felt like it, it felt like we were a little bit you know, we were a little bit kind of a bit of a, a bit of a wet cabbage there for the first sort of two or three months of the season. And then, you know, all of a sudden drawers come in, Coutinho's going to come in, you know, we, we mean business. And from a, a revenue point of view as well, you just think of how many, how many other, other, you, you know, young kids that might idolize Coutinho, you know, what it can bring to, to the fan base and the overall appeal of the club. Um, and you know, if you're a player, if you're a player at Aston Villa today, and you see Coutinho walking in through the door, it would be it would be mind blowing. I mean, again, no disrespect, but you were being coached by Dean Smith and playing alongside, um, playing alongside I don't know uh, whoever it, it 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 may be, and then fast forward three or four months later, you got Gerard as your manager, and you got Coutinho, um playing alongside you in training. So it's it's quite it's quite the leap. Um and yeah, I'm I'm just buzzing. Absolutely buzzing. Yeah, I think it is important to temper expectations a little bit, Omar, because he has he hasn't hit the heights that he wanted to at Barcelona. Although Dolan railed off a load of things at the start of the show, you know, they're they're impressive things that, that he's achieved and he's been a part of of that success. It's probably also important to say, you know, Barcelona are a bit of a mess at the moment. So whatever's happened this season mm. Barcelona isn't the easiest place to play at the moment. There's a lot going on there. They're not the yeah. force that they were by a long stretch of the imagination. And he's probably one of the, one of the four guys. And I know a lot of kids have been playing ahead of him in, in Barcelona this season, but that's probably just what Xavi wants to implement this, this season now because it's, it's not been going great. But we should probably temper expectations a little bit because, he, as I said at the top end, he wouldn't be coming to Villa if he was firing on all cylinders at the moment. That's not to take away from the absolute excitement of bringing in a Brazilian playmaker. No, no, at all not. But you, you have to be uh, logical about these things. And there's a reason why he's come to, to Villa at this part of his career when he's probably at his peak years. It's it's not gone well for him in Barca. Uh, but even him not playing that well, he still, as Dolan said, contributed to the team, contributed to Bayern Munich uh, when he was on loan there. Um, uh, so he's still got that ability. Uh, and, you know, if you look at the interviews that Xavi's done, since he's come in, he's, he said it's more a mental thing for Coutinho, not a, not a talent thing. He's, he sees the talent. So I think the fact that he's coming here, he's willing to come to Villa uh, to prove himself and not go to, you know, he probably could have gone to uh, maybe a more well-known club, potentially abroad, uh, maybe taken a slightly higher, uh, Barca could have taken more more of the salary off uh, off the table, maybe, I don't know. But um, I think the fact he's coming here, he's coming with Steven Gerrard here, someone he knows and trusts and has that relationship with is going to be a good thing for him mentally. So it means that hopefully he can perform on the on, on the pitch as well. And even if you look at his last 12 months, I was looking at some of the stats around. It's just his general play, because obviously in terms of goals and assists, everyone's, everyone's got those stats available to them. But just in terms of his general play, he's already going to be our best player when it comes to things like, you know, the amount of touches, retaining possession, passes, passing accuracy, uh, dribbles, carrying the ball, all those types of things he already is going to be our, one of our best if not our best player in terms of what he's done in the last 12 months even in, when he's been performing badly so the fact he's still doing that he's still performing well in those aspects is a good thing for us and if he's got the players who are willing runners in front of him and not playing for a team that's been in a mess like Barca have done then you know he he's still going to have that ability to unlock the defence 
the defenses, pick those passes, shoot from distance, etc. He's still got that ability, no doubt about that. It's just having that confidence, having that love uh, of his teammates and his management team behind him. I think that will bring out the best in him, definitely. Um, I suppose the only not a concern concern is probably too strong a word is in terms of his pressing he's not well known for his pressing and he hasn't done in terms of his stats if you look at his stats over the last 12 months or 24 months it's, it's he's known nowhere near the top in terms of forward players uh, when it comes to on the pressing side of things which obviously I know Gerard loves loves his number 10s to do but at the same time we're not uh, all out of press machine when it comes to the way that we play we press at the right time so it may not be too much of a critical factor, uh, I guess we'll see. But I, I, I wonder. I mean, how how do you see him fitting into the team? Do you think we'll see? Do you think we'll see a change of formation? Play or still play with those two, two sort of inside number number ten wingers uh, as Gerard does? Yeah, I was gonna. That was gonna be my next question actually. But I'm, I'm not criticizing who scored because they're one of my employers, so I don't want to say anything bad about them. But we, we you, you won't see a four two three one. It just won't happen. It'll be Gerard's four three three with the two narrow tens, and we'll continue to play that way. I've seen people saying that it's going to affect Buendia. I'm not sure that it is. Obviously, it's another bit of competition for him, but at the moment, it'll be Buendia and and Coutinho behind Ollie Watkins. Then you got Danny Ings to to come in as well. I mean, you think of the squad, the depth that we've got when everyone's fit now to bring mm. in. When you've got Ings and Bailey, if, who I wouldn't put in our best team at the moment now, to bring on, that's again that's fantastic progress. We can bring anything on last season. Yeah. No disrespect to Keenan Davis, we were bringing Keenan Davis on towards the end of end of last season. It felt like that was what we were going to be doing until the end of time. You got Ings and Bailey ready to come off the bench, not in your best team. I think that's a, a real strong position to be in. You, you need rotation as well, especially with COVID at the moment and injuries. I think we're in a in a very good position, and also it's, a bit, it's another bit of experience, experience of winning things, a bit of know how. There's probably not enough of that in in the squad at the moment, bar bar Ashley Young. I would say, and probably Danny Ings. Stats have another bit of experience up there as well. It'll be helpful. Someone that Gerard will trust, someone that Gerard will know. He'll know how to get the best out of him. Coutinho will want to play for Gerard. It's not about the pressing. You know, if Gerard asks him to press, he'll do it because he, it'll be a non negotiable, I'm, I'm sure. But we're not a pressing machine, like you say. But I, I don't think it affects Wendell Massa because if you're a good player, having another good player alongside you, I think that, that's a positive thing. Yeah. It might bring the best out of him, even exactly. in terms of looking up. If you look at if you look at the game against um, Brentford, for example, there are so many instances where you know you can see the way that we've changed. You know, under Smith, we'd be very much get it out wide and try and cross from wide positions. Whereas now, you know, cash and target probably not the best in terms of crossing creativity wise in terms of fullbacks out there in the Premier League. But more often than not, when they get it out wide, they'll come back inside and we'll try and play sort of nice triangles, nice like one twos at the edge of the box with with the with the forward. And maybe we're lacking a little bit of creative spark at the moment. Uh, maybe Buendia needs someone else there with him because I think, well, yeah, I think Troy had the best game. So this is this is maybe that that player who could play alongside Buendia, and maybe it's, whether it's Ings or Watkins, whoever it is, have that sort of link up play and and try and make things happen, which we haven't really seen over the last sort of five or six games. The way we play at the moment, Dole, is very very narrow. So if you've got, I actually mm. think Coutinho and Buendia next to each other, that's, that's going to be helpful because we're playing with players close together, short, sharp, incisive, passing, playing the little triangles like Omar says. There's nobody better to come in and do that for us than, than Philip Coutinho. Like I say, it's a signing we could have only dreamed of. To have someone of that ability to come in and try and play the style of football we're, we're trying to play, I think it works. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I think you know, as a set-piece team, we're, we're quite effective. You know, you think about the... 
um, the hype that we have from the back when Mings and Collins have come up. But I think in play, um, you know, whipping balls into Ollie Watkins all day long um, isn't isn't probably um, ideal uh, for 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 the, the kind of player he is. So I agree. I mean, I think the way we've the way we've we've tried to play under under Gerard, it's very it's very sort of one two tight spaces, triangles, quick passing, press. Um, you know, very much in the counter attack and um, a lot of a lot of through balls. And there's nobody better um, than that than than Coutinho. And again, I think it'll raise. I think it'll raise the likes of Wendy. I think I think he'll go up to another level as well because he he is essentially, you know, he he is a bit of a, a B Tech Coutinho in terms of his 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 height, his strength. He kind of is everything that Coutinho. He, he has that same build and that same frame, but <clears throat> just hasn't got the quality yet. But to play alongside um, Coutinho for the next six months, and, and hopefully it's the next it's the next couple of years, then um, it's it's going to take his game up to another level. And um, but you, you speak about players, and I, I'm not going to compare him to to Mo Salah, but Salah wasn't exactly on form when he when he joined Liverpool. He was a bit of a, a bit, you know, he was kind of a. He'd done well at Roma, but he wasn't certainly wasn't the goal scorer that he is today. Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't the player that he was, and and um, and I think with Barca, I, I don't think you can judge any player. I think Barca needed him off the wage bill. Um, I think a, a lot of the reasons was they they bought Ferran Torres. They had to so to yeah, register yeah, Torres. I believe they had to get they had to get Coutinho off 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 the books. Um, and you know, I, I dread to think what kind of money he was on at Barca. Probably the guts of three hundred fifty thousand pounds a week. I would guess. I think, so I think they, it's more. they're skint. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, they're broke. So, players, big name players leaving Barca, isn't necessarily about the quality. It's about the fact that the Barca need these 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 guys off off their off their books, and um, and it was it was the perfect move. And it's a it's a it's a no risk win win. Um, for me, I've seen some tweets about you know the financial sort of state of play and wages and, and all that. But you know, like our owners in Perslo, a deal would not be done if it's not if it's not in the best interest of Aston Villa. So whatever deal was done has worked and and has benefited us. We get Coutinho wages. I'm, I'm sure are, are going to be you know there, there there will be there will be you know lengthy there will be lengthy discussions about his wages and clearly as well. He's agreed that if if we do if we do have the option to buy, there's no doubt that to, to put his contract on the table and say, well, if you if you if you play for us, these are, these are the kind of wages that that you're going to be getting. He'll know he'll wherever he goes. He'll know wherever he goes. He's not getting the Barcelona. Yeah, wherever he goes, that's it's just so, happening. Yeah, there's just no risk. There's just no risk involved in this for me. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, and that's it. But for me, I I just think it's it's the perfect marriage and. Um, you know, if anyone knows Coutinho's game, it's Gerard. I mean, you know, he played he played the, he played the best football of his career at um at, at, at Liverpool. And there's a good point there. You know, um, you got the likes of Algazi, and then you're upgrading him to 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 Coutinho. And I think I think we'll see the likes of Algazi and 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 Trez. Um, I think we'll probably see those those players moving on quite soon. Um, and uh, if Coutinho was the sign of the kind of player, the, the caliber of player that we're bringing in, then. Just yeah, keep it coming. I can only assume Trezor Guy must have heard about Coutinho coming in at that very moment. He went down and the game against Brentford. He must have just got just got told. And I was like, no, no, I'm never going to play again. And went down to the Trezeguet. Trezeguet died so Coutinho could join. Yeah, though. he was just he just was not happy with that extra <laughs> yeah. competition for places. But people have also made. Just, there's been a lot of comparisons with the James Rodriguez, the Everton, but I, I just think you know people have sort of used that as a, as a there comparison. There is the comparison you know. in the sense that. You, 
He knows the manager. Both, I just that, think that's, again, the, that's you probably yeah. and they're both number tens. That's probably where it ends. I would say. Yeah, but in terms of like he didn't exactly light up the league, but I don't think ever, Everton's a hard place to be at the moment. It's a hard place to go and play, and obviously Rafa just didn't fancy him. So um, I thought there was there was glimpses of of quality and class from from um, James last season. Well, they won Anfield with the throw ball again, from James, and they had, they had one Anfield. You had, you had a manager. Years. You had a. You had a manager in Ancelotti that, that, that didn't want to be there, and then you had a player in Hamas or Rodriguez that, that didn't want to be there, and then you got Rafa that came in who didn't want them. So, um, in terms of comparisons, uh, I've seen a few a few things sort of linked um, between him and Rodriguez, but again, for me, um, it doesn't come anywhere near. I think that does us. Nice little chat. Nice to discuss something positive. Big signing for Aston Villa. If you are interested in hearing more about Philip Coutinho, then tune into Sky Sports News at one o'clock because I will be on there live talking about it. A little plug for my work there. Thanks to Omar and Dolan for joining me. And before we do go, some sad news. Andy Boucher sadly passed away. I think it, I think it was this morning. Massive Villa fan. You'd have seen him on Twitter tweeting about his journey and tweeting about Villa all the time. So the condolences from us go to his, his friends, his family, Horrible to see. It feels like this kind of thing happens ever so much more often than it should. So rest in peace, Andy, and all the Villa fans, I'm sure, are with you and love you. And you'll be missed greatly by a lot of people. Yeah, sad way to end the show, but, you know, big signing on that, on that day. Hopefully Andy's looking down and he's really, really happy. Thanks for tuning in. Comment in the comments with what you think about this signing. Do you think it's a good thing? Do you think it's a bad thing? Are you indifferent? Let us know. I only see excitement so far on Twitter, which is really, really positive. We'll be back with a show at some point in the near future, probably after the Manchester United FA Cup game. So watch out for that. Have a great, have a great weekend. Take care and up the villa. The villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.